salutations and greetings. Welcome to Neville Mind Tricks for those who are a cut above. First things first, welcome to July, otherwise known as America Month. Right. If folks that identify with an eye chart gets a month, why not we? Right? Right? You agree? <laughs> yeah, I agree with being prideful of wherever you are from, wherever that may be. Today, I am going to talk about the blind leading the halt and withered the blind leading the halt and withered I moved here from Canada and they think I'm slow eh <laughs> all right now y'all know how I feel about life coaches and all the things out there heck that's why I say if you want to continue to learn Neville, start to learn Neville, the best ways to do it is self-study, study with buddies, and to steer clear of the algorithm. The algorithm being an endless binge of Neville videos, Neville content online, if you will. Now, if it's straight Neville, sure, that's great. But if it's some sex appeal, some little kid life coach that could barely rent a car or not old enough to rent a car, don't waste your time. You're not going to get anything out of it. Retired advice. Retired advice. I was listening to a podcast the other day, non-Neville related, and this gentleman was recommending, he said, if you really want to get some good advice in whatever industry you're in, find someone who's retired and see if they are willing to give you the advice. And not just find just whatever schlep that did such and such a career, never cared about it, just did it to get a paycheck, retire and get a pension. There's plenty of people out there, but someone who had a great deal of success and has walked away, walked away in their peak, or maybe not even in their peak, but someone who learned a lot. Now, it's hard to find a retired life coach because they're all trying to do something, it seems. And if not one thing, they're doing something else. Plus, don't think a lot of them are worth a hill of beans. That reminds me of a guy. Um, you see these people, they do their masterminds and they just kind of the blind leading the halt and withered where you have these folks that may even know a lot less than Neville that you, than you do, 
but they act confident. Or maybe, heck, maybe they hired a coach and their coach told them to do this. So don't think you're really going to get too much out of the masterminds. Plus, to find someone retired, if you want to learn Neville, heck, read Neville. Self-study. Study with buddies. Whether it be a virtual thing online, maybe you could do a Zoom meeting. If you have a face for for radio, if you will, or a voice for print, you could email, you could talk on the telephone, different things that you could do that way, or you could just study by yourself. But in my opinion, because I've done these things, um, there's a guy, I'll call him expat begat, expat begat, you may or may know who this individual is. Uh, They're really big on these phone calls. And you would pay, and it wasn't that much money from what I remember, but you'd have a handful of other people on the call and you'd have the intro and everyone would talk and the vociferous people. And of course, you'd have the the fangirls and the fanboys that go to every call. And so they have their their inside jokes and all that. So they kind of monopolize the whole thing. And... Um, and then there's Miss Haggard, who was a student of expat begat that tried to do the same thing. And what was funny is that this person tried to get me to do this. I said, no, I'll get on your calls for free. I'll help you teach people, if you will, for free. Heck, you better pay me. I know more than you do. What am I going to be doing wasting my time? Now, there used to be a guy. I don't know if I've talked about him before. I don't know if it's an urban legend or if this is a real thing. I thought I had it written down somewhere. Obviously, I don't care too much or didn't care too much. But this individual apparently won over $300 million in a lottery. $300 million in a lottery. And I don't know if it was in the United States, overseas, where... All I know is a, a guy, I like I said, I probably have his name somewhere, but not off the top of my head. I know it was a student of expat begat. And so I was reading something about them. And they mentioned that it took them three years. Took them three years in order to get this lottery win. And that every day before bed, Morning, noon, and night. Neville talks about that when he's saying different things. But morning, noon, and night, it's a good rule of thumb for doing your your mental work, whatever it is that you choose to do based on your study of Neville. But this individual said every night before they'd go to bed, they would imagine that 300, or they'd imagine a large lottery win. I forgot if they picked a specific amount or if they just happened to win this specific amount. So they won the, the money rode off into the sunset. Is this a true story? I don't know. Can you verify that? I don't know. Maybe you know the guy. I know I don't know the guy. Heck, I don't even know his name. But do you know of any of these other success stories are true? Maybe. Maybe not. I could tell you that my success stories are are true and you have your right to believe me or not believe me. I heard something the other day saying that we were going into a recession that technically 
by definition of a recession, which whatever is, I'm not focused on recession, I'm focused on prosperity, would make July the 1st, which is today, the first day of a recession in the United States. So good job, uh, Professor Brandon, for all your non-work and making American politics a laughing stock of, uh, well, I don't know, go down the rabbit hole with that one if you want to, but yeah. So anyway, Neville talked about, and I know I probably have brought this up before, but it, it fascinates me because a lot of the earlier stuff, and you'll, you'll see this with some of the other content out there with people with, oh, I want my SP. I'm going to manifest this house. I'm going to, and actually, you know, it's, I don't notice that much of that. Correct me if I'm wrong. I, most of this stuff out there is, these morons just care about their SPs. And I say morons because I think that's stupid. It's like getting, you know, a genie with three wishes and you just wish nonsense. Oh, I wish I didn't have to go to work tomorrow. I wish that all my clothes were ironed so I didn't have to iron them. And then I wish that I have a good night's sleep tonight. When you could have anything you want. So, but it used to be lottery. That used to be the, the thing. I don't know if it was so much Neville, but there was individuals out there touting that they could teach people how to win the lottery and that they were multiple lottery winning winners and they knew the secret but they really didn't know diddly squat about the lottery they just repeated stuff that they'd see bob proctor or abraham hicks or or neville somebody else right they had their own combination and pretended it was their stuff and they'd rent a car or go to a parking lot and pose next to an expensive vehicle pretending it was theirs but i don't know so recession now I was talking about how early Neville was really big on if you have a desire, go for it. Give thanks that it's already yours and blah, blah, blah. So you have all these things. You have five or six houses strewn across the country. You have your own private jet with your name on the side of it. You have Lamborghinis or SUVs or whatever your favorite vehicle is in every city that you visit, you have all these clothes, you have these name brand wash, watches. If you're a woman, you have these expensive purses, you have a thousand pairs of name brand shoes, whatever have, just all this vanity and consumerism. And then in one of his later lectures, Neville kind of breaks down the whole, that he had a guy come to his door, try to sell him water. And then he had a guy try to sell him cable TV and that he um, had a a big color TV set. And these were the CRT, for those of you that aren't old enough to remember pre-flat screen TV. So I had this huge $600 TV and the tube went out and it was $250 to fix. And we're not talking about $250 in today's money. We're talking about $250 in Neville's day. So I'm assuming... 60s, 50s, 60s, when this particular story was told and that he gave the TV to the maid, said, here, you could have this $600 TV for free. You just have to pay $250 to fix the tube. And he said he went to the store to, 
Oh, I think he got a 19-inch, 21-inch black and white TV and said that he liked sports, that he liked to watch the game. There you go. If you were ever wondering where my love of sports came from, Neville admittedly said that he liked to watch the game. He also said he liked watching football, I want to say, in one of his lectures. So I don't know. But anyway, that's neither here nor there. But so a minimalist, he's kind of talking about, yeah, I could have all this stuff. And he mentioned that if he purchased everything that folks try to sell him at his door, that he would have to move into a bigger home just to be able to house all the things that he that he owns. So that's kind of what I was talking about the other day with the um, sponsibility episode. Do you want that responsibility? Do you want to have to pay, I don't know, $100,000 a year HOA fee? I mean, heck, you'll have the money. So it's kind of like the, uh, I think it was in Justified States, Neville talked about how that at that time, that he gave the lecture, that he could buy a $200 suit just as easy as he was able to buy a $12 suit at one time that if that if it rained, that it would shrink on him or disintegrate. I forget what the joke is. Maybe you, you could call me or email me, nevillemindtrix at gmail.com and kind of explain it to me there. And another thing, too, with the recession, if it really is a recession. Now, this is how I think. It's a state I'm in. If you want to tell me different, go right ahead. You know how to get a hold of me. But, and I get it. People buy houses every day. People buy cars every day. People go on these exotic vacations every day. And they don't care. And that's fine. Good for them. That's the state they're in. My state is this. If I want to buy a piece of property, if I want to buy a $600,000 piece of property, I'm not going to pay $2 million for it. And you're saying, duh, of course, why would you? Well, a lot of people are. If you lived, if you were old enough to know what was going on in 2007, 2008, that recession hit when the mortgage bubble burst because they were giving six-figure loans to folks that could barely fog a mirror and were working part-time at the swap meet but had a stated income of $300,000 a year. Eh, when that bubble burst, a lot of things happened. I know that's not really what's happening now, but bear with me here. So that drove up the price of houses. I remember this happened throughout the country, I'm sure, but like here in the, in Arizona, I had a house but these folks would have to go on a lottery and they would go out and camp at the home builder sites. And in the morning they would pick, I don't know, say three or four numbers. And if it was your number, then you would get the chance of buying a house that day and everybody else, you were kind of out of luck. They weren't going to sell you a house because the, the demand was a lot higher than the supply. But then when it came out that over half of these idiots that looked like they were making a ton of money just took advantage of really poor financial decisions made 
in Washington, big surprise, and a recession hit, the housing bubble burst. And I remember one of my neighbors, uh, she actually lived on the other side of the tracks, if you will, but in the same town. It was a suburb of Phoenix here. So I had this really nice house that I paid X amount for. And she bought a house, like I mentioned, on the other side of the tracks, two or three years older than the house that I was living in. My house was a new build, by the way, but I'd been in there a couple of years by then. And she paid, I think, $150,000 more for a smaller house in a worse part of town. And within three to four months after she bought her house, the market crashed. She had to do a short sale. And I think the house dipped all the way down to like $80,000. So what's the point of all this? The point of all this is the state I'm in sharing with you, I'm not going to pay $2 million for $600,000 worth of realty. I'm not going to pay eighty grand for a truck that just a couple years ago you could buy brand new for 35000 That's just stupid. I think it's asinine. And it is what it is. And I did a podcast and I know that money doesn't have to be involved everywhere. That I could win a truck on the radio station contest. A loyal listener will be like, hey, never mind tricks guy. I have a um, extra Dodge Ram. It's quad cab. It's huge. It has custom paint job big tires and all that. It has 10 original miles, but it's just wasting space in my garage. You want to drive it around for a year or so. That can happen. Nevillemindtricks at gmail.com if you're in that situation. But, you know, so that kind of thing can happen. But again, I like to kind of share how I was feeling there because it gives you an idea. Different states that we could be in if you really wanted to drive that big truck Using as an example, if you really wanted to live in a huge compound in a large city in a rural area, you could do it. And you could let the externals, the recession, the POS president, you let all that kind of guide your desires. Or you could just ignore all that. That's kind of what Neville said. But then Neville also said too. And if you look at his lifestyle, he's pretty I don't know minimalist is the right word, but from what we knew about him, he was didn't seem to be that lavish of a spender. Sure, him and his family traveled back and forth from Barbados, flew from LA to New York City, rubbed elbows with the rich and famous of the day. You know the thing. But it didn't sound like that he was excessive. Share your thoughts. My two cents. You know how to get a hold of me. Oh, next time you'll hear from me, it'll probably be on or around the 4th of July. Because you know what we do in the United States when that happens. This has been a fun-filled message from the Neville Sphere. Happy July until we hear again.